Welcome to our podcast, Powerful Life 222, with Jamie and Tara. Get ready for an awesome episode. Hi, welcome to Powerful Life 222 with Jamie and Tara. Thanks so much for listening to us again. And basically today we are going to talk about mushrooms. Mushrooms. All yeah. mushrooms? Some mushrooms? How? What kind of mushrooms, Jamie? All different kinds of All mushrooms. All different kinds of mushrooms. Yes. All right. And um, I'm going to ask Tara a lot of questions because she is... I master of mushrooms, I feel. <laughs> a master. I like that. Master <laughs> mushrooms. Actually, and then, I feel like I'm just beginning and I'm learning, but it's something that I love and I'm passionate about, so I'd love to talk about it, but um, I definitely don't feel like I'm a master or an expert, <laughs> or an expert but I'm learning, so... Well, I'm excited. Right. I'll tell you first what I, the mushrooms, okay. what I know about is, uh, especially during COVID, mm-hmm. um... I definitely felt like I had COVID brain, like COVID fog, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So um, I kind of, I'm a natural person. I really only like things that are grown from the earth. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't really like taking man-made medicine um, a lot. So I um, I researched what would be good to help with your brain, cognitive memory, all that stuff. So I actually found lion mane mushroom mm-hmm. to be very good. So I was making lion mane tea and I was drinking mushroom tea and mushroom coffee. And then I also looked into the benefits just in general for mushrooms for, um, us, especially women actually. Um, and so I definitely was really trying to, um, have more mushrooms. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but there's so many different mushrooms out there Yes, that do so many amazing, wonderful things for us, for all of us. And right now they're getting um, their spotlight. Like Mm -hmm. this is the, I'm sure everybody I talked to has heard about mushrooms helping you in one way or another recently. Um, There's a huge push for them and fungi are amazing. This, um, when you really learn about mycelium and how it grows and what's in the network and how it is it is um it's a it's a miracle and it's much like our universe and our brains and the way it connects with us and what these mushrooms have to teach us and show us are pretty amazing um i agree lion's mane um is really good um they talk about stacking people stack different types um i like to keep things simple I don't like to, um, I do like things natural, but uh, I am on a budget and I don't like to spend money on things that don't work. And I like to keep things, I'm a minimalist. So Mm -hmm. if I don't have to take it or partake in it, I'm not going to. So I know some people who buy all kinds of different mushrooms, do all kinds of different stacking. Um, I, um, some people have heard of Paul Stamets. Um, He's considered kind of the... Mushroom Godfather here in the United States, the guru, just an old hippie. He's such a smart mycologist, and he has a lot of respect and honor. And he was here last night, right? He was here in Phoenix last night at Celebrity Mm -hmm. Theater. And lucky me, I got to go and listen to his talk and be a part of it. And um, it was a wonderful experience. And he does a, and he promotes a stacking regiment of lion's mane with niacin, which is B3. 
Okay. And it was interesting last night listening to him talk why he chose the niacin and okay. like why he put, so he stacks these with actual psilocybin mushrooms. So we hadn't discussed that yet, but that's what his stacking is with. It's a, and what is psilocybin mushrooms? Psilocybin mushrooms are magic mushrooms. So they're ones that okay. make you hallucinate. They're okay. the illegal ones. They're the ones that everybody's hoping to get legal and mm -hmm. passed. And it's the ones that are making huge um, headway with depression and PTSD and addiction. Oh, wow. And I learned a few facts last night that were pretty interesting, like um, the one here. Let me find it here. Psilocybin, and it was in a scientific report, and it was a, um, made up on the big screen, that psilocybin was the only psychedelic associated with lowering the odds of opiate use disorder. Wow. So when they took these people who were addicted to pain pills, and they used all this different psychedelics. Psilocybin is the only one that was effective and um, can actually help help you. Wow. And I've seen it firsthand where somebody's a smoker and they partake in psilocybin and the next day they are no longer a smoker. And it's not because of willpower and I'm never going to do it again. They don't want to. There's wow. nothing in them that ever wants to again. It's an immediate shift. So wow. he uses the stacking with the lion's mane, the niacin, and uh, microdosing of the psilocybin. Okay. Um, and microdosing is something that's a new buzzword. People are talking about it a lot. And so the niacin he put in there for um, the flushing so that he said when people are taking too much, if yes. you have niacin with it, you're going to really flush. And then, hey, I've had too much. Let's not go so far. Because we're supposed to be in this regimen that he's talking about is microdosing. It's not taking the full amount for a full experience. And normally if you take too much, it could sometimes make you like throw up, right? Or um, Mushrooms, taking mushrooms, too much mushrooms does not make you throw up. Okay. Taking mushrooms makes you throw up. It has oh, okay. nothing okay. to do with too okay. many. Okay. That is just something that comes with the territory. Okay. Um, I believe it's part of... The purging. Okay. Um, the, it's part of the process. And mm -hmm. when anyone who is listening or anyone who's ever partaked in eating mushrooms understands mm -hmm. why you throw up. Okay. They're absolutely disgusting. Right. And you have to chew them down to a pulp with your saliva. Mm. And you get them down and down and then you get them down and they are um, harsh on your stomach. They're okay. harsh on the, um, I mean, small amounts or large amounts. It can upset your tummy. And so that's why many people who partake in mushrooms on a regular basis eat it with dark chocolate. Yeah. Um, dark chocolate seems to settle the tummy with them. It's a mm -hmm. nice combination. Um, there's chemically things with the cocoa and the um, psilocybin the that connection. helps settle it down. Mm -hmm. um, there's lemon trekking, which people take the mushroom you can grind it up and you let it soak in like lemon juice for 15 minutes and mm -hmm. then put it in hot water, like a little cup of hot tea, mm -hmm. and then take it. Oh, nice. And that helps with the tummy. And then also people will grind them and put them in capsules and measure it exactly and take them that way with the food or the chocolate. And if you're microdosing that way, typically after your body gets used to it, the tummy upsets, settle down. Okay. But if people are taking a large dose mm -hmm. or any amount, mm -hmm. um... That is something that anyone who partakes in mushrooms knows mm -hmm. you're going to puke. Okay. <laughs> it's part of the yeah. process. So, um, yeah. not always, you know, you'll, I'm sure someone listening right now says, well, I didn't, or, you know, yeah. I'm sure not always, but however, that is part of the, it can. Uh huh. And when you're doing a large dose, that is something you almost always know it's going to happen and you can fight against it. 
can make the ride a little rougher sometimes if you throw up it just eases you right into it you know but there it's a it's part of the purging process right. and whatever is going to like go the reset on. right mm-hmm. and um i can't say i've ever had these experiences or not however um there's ways to mitigate the stomach upset and um you hope that it doesn't you know it doesn't have to happen every single time but it is part of the process right mm-hmm. and conversations we've had we've had before yes um you've told me about just the the life of the mushroom and how they're just so they're living and they choose you and right yes what I feel is very important about mushrooms and something that I've um I know inherently um because of experiences and what I've also learned in teachings is that um mushrooms are their own they have their own spirit They have their own entity. Whatever is grown in this mycelium, this is a true living species. Mm -hmm. And it has something to say and it has something to show you. Mm -hmm. And it is a separate entity and it has its own spirit. And I do believe that mushrooms choose the people. And Mm -hmm. I think they they come to you. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that. And anyone who's listening who's ever experienced mushrooms probably understands what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, you think Mm -hmm. I'm crazy. (laughs) But that's okay, you know? It's a different perspective. Yes, Yes. and it's learning about it. Mm -hmm. I just think learning about it is so... um, I I enjoy learning. Um, And and it's a great... I think they should be honored. And there's a reason that people are afraid of them. Well, Um, and treated with respect. Respect. Because I think we've talked about that, that Mm -hmm. if they're not treated with respect, then... They slap you is what I say. Right, yes. To put it bluntly. Yeah. Um, And anyone who's had a bad experience... um, a lot of times they don't ever want to participate ever again because they slap you pretty hard. But having said that, um, just because a trip is bad mm-hmm. or um, if they're taking a larger dose and they have a bad experience, a lot of times um, whatever's going on or whatever you have to learn can be found in those icky spaces. And it's just a poorly managed trip is what I call it. A bad trip is a poorly managed trip. If you go into it um, it's just like if you're going to take a trip with your family and you don't plan anything and you expect everything to go a certain Smooth. way mm-hmm. and then you hit all these bumps in the road and then you're upset about it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel, um, about large trips as well. It's, okay. Um, you can mitigate a lot of that and mm-hmm. sometimes, um, dark spaces show up or things that are uncomfortable and people will automatically believe that that has to be a bad trip or that's something awful. But sometimes those spaces, if they're approached with curiosity, actually shows you more than what other spaces do. Right. So there's actual great knowledge and learning in those places. Mm -hmm. But again, it's preparation and it's mitigation of, you know, safe travels. Right. Safe travels. (laughs) Right. Um, I definitely want to talk to you also about, ask you about kind of the experience that some people Mm -hmm. go to expect to feel almost like an intoxication and they're wanting a certain type of, I guess you could say high, Mm -hmm. right? But it's not like that, right? So are you, are you talking about the microdosing? Yes. Uh, Yes. So Uh true microdosing, um, with this buzzword is it's a very small amount mm-hmm. and um, I recommend knowing dosages and knowing what these amounts are. Um, right. It could be a little scary, I would yeah. think. Yeah. And anything I, in my learning and research, I say anything over a point two, 
0.25, is no longer a microdose. We can call it other things. Um, but if you're doing microdosing and you're following a protocol and you're using dosages, you should not be intoxicated. Right. Um, I know several people who cling to microdose, but they take close to a gram at a time, which is more than a microdose. And they get a certain, you know, they don't get fully intoxicated. They're not in a full-blown trip, but they have some sort of intoxication and they believe that that's microdosing. But if you're really going to microdose and you're really interested in it and anybody who is, um, the key is not to be intoxicated, is to take a very, very minute amount so that the brain is activated with the mushroom, but you um, are clear and coherent and living your day-to-day -day life. If you're reaching intoxication levels, then that's more for partying and having fun or, you know, whatever else you want to do with them. I can't tell people what to do with them. And there's all kinds of ways to use mushrooms. It's not just microdosing. Right. But if, you know, people are truly microdosing, there is protocols, there's dosages, and there's ways to do it where um, it produces really amazing results. Right. And it can actually bring out some creativity. Yes. I know people who use it um, for enhancing creativity, um, trying to shift perspectives. They get stuck in a type of thinking, can't get past problems. It mm -hmm. can really open up. Because what mushrooms do in your brain is they heal tissues, they mm -hmm. create ne more neurons. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have trillions and trillions of connections in our brains. People don't even realize right. the amount of connection things are going on and things get broken in there. And you get into well, bad habits, you create ruts in your brain. I mean, physical, mm -hmm. like you yeah, create you can physical damage in tissue <clears throat> created yes. by depression and bad habits and addictions. Or and, alcohol. And even self-harm and right. hating yourself mm -hmm. and um, really awful, um, thoughts, thoughts and just negativity can create real damage. And so these uh, medicines create new tissues. And what I find interesting is, and what I'm looking forward to is seeing what it does for regenerative, especially as you get older, for people with dementia and Alzheimer's and keeping certain connections going. I did hear that. Mm -hmm. I heard that it did help with stopping, I guess, the deterioration of to where you would get Alzheimer's and and because a lot of us are gonna like we're kind of almost what is it what I can't even think of the word we're predisposed yes. or, to to get certain dementia things. and Alzheimer's because of some of the food we eat. Actually, I heard it has a lot to do with the um, the carbs, mm -hmm. the breads, the the pastas, like what they're made with that it actually onsets it earlier, mm -hmm. uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, and that we're kind of all like, we're all gonna get it because <laughs> it's in our food and we eat it and it wasn't there years ago, but it's there now and this maybe could actually help. Yeah, and they're doing a lot more research, you know? A mm -hmm. lot of this stuff is um, anecdotal or things that we've been seeing, you know, they're, of course, they have to do research and they have to do studies and they have to publish these papers and it all has to be approved through, you know, the yeah. whole gamut. So we can't sit here and say it for sure does this and it for sure yeah. does that. These are just things that we've heard. Right. Yep, that we... And, but, um, I, I wish that you, I could show everybody a list of everything that it can possibly help with. I right. mean, from ADHD uh -huh. to improving relationships. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, one of the things he talked about last night, and I've heard him say it on another video, but it's people who have done psilocybin, mm -hmm. you reach a level of empathy where in a connection with the living and the other creatures on this planet where mm -hmm. you don't want to cause a lot of harm. So if you are yeah. out there dating and you're on dating apps, you know, um, maybe you want to choose somebody who's had these experiences because they're less likely. He was talking last night. There's a, I, I don't remember the percentages because I was just listening, not taking notes, but um, a decline in domestic violence because partner on partner crime, it's hard to hurt somebody once you've touched a certain level of compassion and can understand something about humanity. Right. It's really hard to go down the road and you're on the freeway and someone cuts you off and you think that that's about you. Mm -hmm. And when somebody wants to get over and they have their blinker on and construction's coming, mm -hmm. it's really hard to say, F you, you're not getting in my spot. Right. Because you're not thinking Absolutely. that everything's Empathy. about you. Yeah. And not everything that everyone does in the world is some kind of attack against you. No. you everyone's can start living their own life. Their, and they but... could give a shit you're on that road. Right, exactly. They don't care that yeah. they, they just need to get over. Right. They don't even know who you are in that car. They don't know that you're a grumpy angry person that's going to flip them off because you didn't use your blinker the way that you didn't drive the way that they think you should drive. Right. And so something happens when, um, people are using these medicines, you mm -hmm. know, and they become more empathetic and sometimes a little kinder. And it doesn't mean you're still not human. Like you're not perfect. Right. You know, people still get mad. You still get angry. Right. It's just the way that you choose to self harm or harm other people. It changes. You can cool. see things different. That's amazing. And it helps. You know, yeah. Creativity. I, I believe that most of this uh, internet age and Google and stuff was developed because people are using these medicines. Like new insights, new ideas, and the forward motion that you see mm -hmm. in the world comes from a lot of these spaces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I, another thing you had mentioned to me about bending time mm -hmm. while using... Mm -hmm. the, so I don't know if it's for everybody and mm -hmm. I don't know if everybody will understand it, but if okay. you, you already have a prior concept of it yeah, and you haven't partaked in these things nope. that I know of. I so, um, and I'm not saying I have either, <laughs> but, um, I mean, time is a perception and there are days where right. you can, you know, slow down time a certain way mm -hmm. or. Um, speed things up a certain way. There is something in that. So um, in those spaces with the mushrooms, it's something you can understand as well. And mm -hmm. you can see time in a different perceptive way. Okay. And I find personally that's something that's easy to access and understand. And So while... You're taking the, how do you sell the C, C, psilocybin. psilocybin? I'm so sorry. Psilocybin. So, Just call them magic yeah, mushrooms. Yeah, we'll magic mushrooms. Okay, so when you're like, it's like microdosing, okay. right? Okay, yes. Um, you can almost change your perception with the help of this medicine yes. to look at time slower. So yes. then you can actually possibly get more done or be able to enjoy the moment more. That's how I feel, and I I don't know if you want to call it time bending or whatever, but I can, I, you can, not everything has to be in a rush. Mm -hmm. You can take things as they are, mm -hmm. and you might think, oh, I have four hours to do this, and there's all this rushing, and then once something shifts and changes, all of a sudden, oh, I have these four hours, and I can utilize it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's 
hard to describe. Okay. Sometimes some of these spaces are hard to describe in regular vocabulary okay. and articulation, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And the only reason I kind of know about mm-hmm. the bending of time is I was listening to my Joe Dispenza mm-hmm. and like a ad came up mm-hmm. um, with a girl that is very successful and mm-hmm. she was saying that she has learned to bend time, which has helped her be more productive and more successful technically. So, And I will tell you what I learned about time and how... When we're talking about bending time, it's hard to describe it all, but those are things and spaces that I learned prior to ever doing any of these things. So then it just made it easier to understand afterwards. Right. And And probably be able to mm -hmm. be more present in it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Exciting and just inspirational, really. Um, I mean, they're coming no matter what people want to believe or think. And what I love about it is... More people are open to it than yeah, not. Right. And people understand the healing powers yep. and end of life, what it can do for people. Mm-hmm. And most people that I encounter along the way, um, one of their first responses after these medicines is, everybody should do this. Everybody should have this right. Mm-hmm. And this is something they discussed last night, and it's true. You can look it up. Thousands of years ago, everybody got this pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. Every single person in the society... I don't know if it was Egypt or wherever it was, Mm -hmm. wherever it was, but it was for like 2000 years. Right. Yeah. This isn't new. It wasn't, I mean, or (laughs) I mean, it went on for a long time, but for like nine to 12 days, you went on a pilgrimage Mm -hmm. and it only happened once in your life, Mm -hmm. but everybody got to partake Mm -hmm. in some type of psychedelic ritual. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure what they used at the time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of mushrooms all over all kinds of carvings and things in the world. So who knows? Mm -hmm. And you got this perspective and you got the shift and you got this experience and you went on this pilgrimage and you prepared yourself for this Mm -hmm. entire thing. And then it happened and it was a part of showing you who you were Mm -hmm. and where you were going to go and what you were going to partake in and who you were on this earth. Mm -hmm. And so they've removed that from people Mm -hmm. and everybody deserves a, it's a reset. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Well, Tara, thank you so yeah. much for sharing. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I could go on. I, I think, think we master. just barely touched the iceberg. <laughs> yep. So like, let us know if you want a uh, magic mushroom part two. Yes. So we can go on about that. Well, we just want to say we love you guys, yeah. and we really appreciate you all. And uh, happy February. Yep. Happy yeah. February, and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Thanks. All See right. you soon. Bye. Bye.